Welcome back to Wings on Wings. I'm Doug. I'm Brett. I'm here. Michelle. Are you here? I'm DJ. Why are you only here, Brett? I don't know, because I, okay. I love people. That's okay. Because well, he, he loves Clint Black. He does. I know. Uh, so it's funny you, it's funny you say that, because the name of this episode is I Love Brian. No, should be uh, season 4, episode 17 of Wings from February 25th, 1993. Those were the days. And, and we will be eating Karma Sauce Cherry Bomb. Another, our third karma sauce, Is it I believe. the third karma sauce? Really? All right. Or our second, I can't remember. I know we definitely well, did one that I really, really like. Let's talk about this Brian, Alex, and oddly Clint Black-centric episode. Yep. Okay, so Clint Black. Clint Black. Clint what Black. A guy. Clint Black. Right, so the whole, the whole premise of the episode is that the Clint Black is playing in Boston, or is he playing? He's playing. Boston. Somewhere in Boston. It's sold out. Alex wants to go. Uh, Brian says he knows him, can get him tickets, and then that's the whole. There's not even a B plot. Uh, Did you refer to him as the Clint this Black? Is hotter than I was Did expecting I? it to be. I don't know. It is. I thought you well, said he is, the, the, Clint, the Black? Clint Black. So the there's a B plot. Is there? What? Yeah, I love, I love, no. I love oh, the Lucy. I love Lucy yeah. stuff. Right. So just to get the Clint Black stuff out of the way, I knew who Clint Black was. I would be able to pick him out of a lineup because my mom liked country music. I don't like country music. If you like uh-uh. country music, that's fine. Do your own thing. Not, yeah, right not, there. No, it's not fine. Um, it's hot. No, the temperature hot. No, oh. uh, no, I'm good. Here's an interesting, interesting thing about Clint Black, though. Clint Black is a country singer. He's white. He is white. That's like not, Frank Black. Yes, I don't think they're related, though, Doug. But thank you. Or like Barry White. Uh, Clint Black the opposite. is from Long Branch, New Jersey, wow. the beacon of country music. Clearly. So, well, that's also where Bon Jovi is from, right? John Bovi, yeah. I, I wonder so. if they were friends. Bon Giovanni. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. What um, I can't name a Clint Black song. Uh, I read them and I couldn't, I couldn't name one. So no, I, I, I don't. It's not, it's not country music unless there's a song about ruining all your in relationships with drugs mm-hmm. and alcohol, ruining all your relationships with your antisocial personality disorder, mm-hmm. hating the feds. And engaging, in, and engaging in other self-destructive activities. It's actually not country music anymore because there's syncopation. Country music became pop music. It's like a music lesson. Later on. It's true. That's King true. Cannon will back me up. But anyway. What? No syncopation. Syncopation. Country music shouldn't have syncopation. That was sort of the one of the bedrocks of old school country. And now it's just sort of pop music. The, the late 80s, early 90s turned it just into pop music with a southern accent. And it's not actually a defined country genre anymore. That is the... Wildest shit I've ever been told. Yeah. I can name all the country songs I know. Sure. Did Clint Black sing all, any of them? No. I've got friends in low voices. Alan Jackson, I think. Um, Thunder Rolls. That's it. <laughs> this is the only one I can name. Six More Miles to the Graveyard. Is that a real song? Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Friends in Low Places is also Garth Brooks, not Alan Jackson. Alan Jackson sang the Chattahoochee. Um, something about Chattahoochee, Hoochie Coochie. Yeah, well, no, you're on Chattahoochee. I, I never heard the money water meant to me, but I learned how to swim and I learned who I was. A lot about living, a little about love. That's too much for me. My the mom, devil went down to Georgia. That's Charlie Daniels' band. My mom listened to country music when I was a kid. My mom, when I was a kid, 
used to have one cassette in her in her in her maroon Camaro with gold racing stripes. Oh, she baby. drove a 1986 maroon Camaro with gold racing stripes with one cassette in it. And that cassette was Who Real Made Who on. by ACDC. Oh, well, that was a swerve. By the time I was a teenager, she only listened to country music, oh. and I do not know why. Yeah. This what is, a ripoff. And she started driving this a Ford, and she started driving a tan Ford Tempo. Hmm. She went from an 1986 maroon Racing striped Camaro to a beige, like nineteen ninety two or ninety three Ford Tempo. Once she made the switch from Camaro music to Tempo music, right? So, um, but yeah, so this is Clint Black episode. They're trying to get into the concert. This is a hot. You guys, talk it up. I haven't eaten any of my wings yet. Um, Delicious. So the cold open is related to the B plot. Which is that Antonio says that he's discovered a hilarious show with Fred and Ethel. And And they're like, oh, you mean uh, I Love Lucy? And he's like, oh, the neighbor. (laughs) Oh, they're the neighbors. Which is a funny joke. Uh, And then Brian's like, oh, that show's not good. How dare you say that, sir? You're on wings. (laughs) But he doesn't have any self-awareness. Yeah. I like I Love Lucy. I love Lucy's. I love Lucy's very good. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I love Lucy. Yeah. Um. So that's like the the B plot then because he tells Antonio that it's totally unrealistic because nobody gets into that many like harebrained schemes as yeah. Lucy does. Which is funny because that kind of foreshadowed mm-hmm. right all of Brian's harebrained mm-hmm. schemes. Yeah, and then idiocy ensues from there. Right. So he tells Alex that he knows Clint Black that they're old buddies. And that he can get her into the sold-out concert. And then he spends the entire episode trying to do that. Because <laughs> guess who doesn't know Clint Black? Brian. Nobody. He gets tickets really quick, though. Well, because Lowell has a Well, because they had to heighten. And also, it's like, they knew, it's like, okay, we have to, how do we get them from Nantucket to Boston? And how do we get Clint Black in? Because, of course, it's like, we have him for a cameo for this episode. Otherwise, why would we write the fucking episode around him? And Clint, and, uh, not Clint, uh, Lowell was going to go there to go look for shit underneath the bleachers. Mm-hmm. Which, once again, think... what's up? I'm sorry to interrupt you. Do you think Clint Black called them up and he was like, I'm a huge Wings fan? <laughs> Probably. Can I'll I bet... be on an episode? I'll bet money. It is listed on his, ooh, yeah. <sighs> on his Wikipedia as being one of his forays into acting. Oh, boy. Oh, what? He played himself. Yep. Oh my god, it's black. We got the hiccups. We got the hiccups. This is a hotter sauce than any of us yeah. expected, I think. It's not like deadly hot, but it is uh Yeah, but I wasn't prepared for any heat. Right. I don't know why. Because Doug told us there wasn't. We should know better. We yeah, should don't, know better. Don't listen to Doug anymore. Think about my scale. Mm-hmm. It is that's, delicious. Yeah, Doug's on scale. Ooh, that's uh But Yeah. Oh mama. Gave us one of the better jokes of the episode. When at the end of the uh, at the end of the concert, they end up uh, they're all making their way to the hotel across the street, the Ritz Carlton. Yeah. Where Clint Black's staying in the penthouse and they're having the after party. Mm-hmm. And Lowell is foraging around on the ground and um, Helen says, Oh Lowell, it's time to go and he was like, Hold on, I found a wallet. It's full of cash, full of cards, and pictures of my children. <laughs> And then he, I, I, I love that. That was a good yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the, the, the thing I like too in the episode is when Lowell's like, oh, me and my friends, like Mickey, Joey, and Donnie or whatever, 
are going to, and he's like, I'll give you 200 bucks for the tickets. He's like, yeah, they're really excited about it. And he's like, I'll give you 300 bucks. He goes, I didn't say they were good friends. Yep. Um, yeah. yeah. So most, I guess they have, that episode happens. So Helen gets involved. We haven't really talked about that yet. Alex goes to she Helen. Just, she knows that he's lying. Right. Well, Alex goes to Helen for confirmation that they know Clint Black. She says she knows that Brian is lying. Yep. He says that one of her favorite things is making him squirm out of a lie. So she knows, as she describes it, you have to know when to roll the marbles on the, the dance floor. When he tap dancing. Yeah. So she asks him to get a ticket for her. So then he ends up with the four from Lowell. And then, well, you were going to meet him, right? Because you know him. And Helen keeps throwing these little yeah, things at, challenges at, at Brian to, to fuck with him until he, you know, see if he can get out of the lie. Um, they eventually end up at the after party. Yeah, well, they go to the concert. Right. Wall, yeah. The, the, the after party. Oh, the lady behind him talks about the after party because her best friend is the cousin to the sister's bassist or whatever it is. By the way, fuck that lady. Why? Because she went to the Clint Black concert wearing a Clint Black t-shirt. Oh. That's true. She broke the rules. Those rules true. don't apply, I think, for non like metal and hardcore shows. No, it should apply just, to oh, it applies all across shows? the board. No. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. They, uh, Gutter talks about it in PCU. Oh, yeah, when, um, oh, well, Jeremy Piven yells at him for it. Yeah, right. It's like, are you gonna, really going to wear the band of the shirt? You're, or are you going to wear I mean, the band hey, of the I, shirt? I mean, I'm with you on that, but. Yeah. The shirt which of the one, band you're going to see. Which one's Gutter? Favreau? Favreau, yeah. Favreau, yeah. Yeah, because he thinks he's going to see, going to a, fu- awesome. going to a punk show, <laughs> but it's really a funk hot. show. This this sauce is very hot, yes. Yeah, the Merkins. Uh, yeah. Yes. Right. That's a great movie. That movie's PCU. awesome. Yeah, great Love movie. It. Fantastic. Yeah. Gutter is a tool. Meat tosser. Blow me where the Pampers is. Um, Ew. What <laughs> he says. Can we the just old make age. this a PCU podcast. We can. Sorry, supposed to. Does he not like that movie? He hates Jeremy Piven. Why? No, I think the only person he loathes more than Jeremy Piven would be old Double R. Double R. I don't understand why. Uh-huh. Jeremy Piven is still the butt of one of my favorite jokes when he had to drop out of that play because yeah, he got sushi. mercury poisoning and somebody made the joke that like in the New York Times or something that he had to drop out because he was trying out as a thermometer or something mm-hmm. like that. Great joke. Very funny. Yeah, mercury poisoning for me oh. too much sushi. So he's uh, well, he had mercury poisoning from Ooh, eating too uh, much sushi. He didn't. He was fine. He just didn't want to do the play because Entourage came along. Yeah, well, that's true. Yes, Joe's right a, call by the way. Joe Sposto is a very specific man. It's true. Oh, Joe. Um, so they're they're at the after party, and uh, the this is really where the I Love Lucy parallel sort of kicks in. Uh, they're pretending to be waiters in too small of suits. Brian's hiding behind flowers. Right, they spill he spills bunch, all, they spill the all the champagne food. on right. black. The right. security guy with the beard. Yeah, who was that? Oh, you why would you do that? Why do you do that to me? Uh, because I swear to God, he looked really familiar. Uh, Funny you should ask, Doug. Trying to fuck uh, my lips are a thousand degrees. This man does not have a picture. So, you're no. You're not allowed anymore. I don't not, want, yeah, how did you say this isn't hot? <laughs> it's very hot. He yeah. does not. He does not have a picture on IMDb, but he's been in Ooh. eleven things. This was his first thing. He was then played a security guard on an episode of Coach. Oh, great show! A businessman on the John Larroquette show, Grave Digger One in a in a in a, in a music video or in a video called Mother, but it's an hour. It must be straight to VHS. Grave Digger uh, One. He is. Pineview Century in the Kevin Costner 
three-hour epic The Postman. Oh Holy Jesus. Uh, he is one episode of The Profiler, something called Sweet Evil 2 Sapphire, an, uh, a TV series of one episode, he plays Fat Honey in The Huntress. <laughs> That's an awesome which, name. Which is starring James Remar and Annette O'Toole. Jesus. Which is very interesting. Uh, he is in Star Force from 2000. He is he plays Jimmy Whiskers in The Ballad of Lucy Whipple, which is a TV movie. And he plays Jim Morrison, I'm assuming not that Jim Morrison, on one episode of Just Shoot Me. Which is odd, because I thought he was the dude from that weird trucker movie that uh, um, Patrick Swayze made. Black Dog with Meatloaf. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. But you and I are the only two people who know that movie, Doug. It sure is. Even yep. Patrick, well, I guess Patrick Swayze would be forced to forget about oh, that movie dude. at this point. As would Meatloaf. God bless the so, Swayze, wherever he is. That's true. Um, anyway. I love you. I love you so much. That's not that hot. It's literally on their fucking website, Karma Sauce, extra hot. It's, it is. It's, it's pretty hot. It says it's 50 to 250,000 Scovilles. I got a little, yeah. I got a little sweat going. That's yeah. Hot. It's and pretty it, hot. Like, I think, um, it's not like, it's not killer. Oh, man. So it's really hot, I think, from sitting so yeah, long. Probably. A lot, of the, a lot yeah. of the bottles that we've had for a long time get really hot. Yeah. So it's, it's I mean, it's a quarter of a million Scovilles, yeah. so. I mean, I'm sweating. That's hot. I'm sweating. I went uh, through a bottle of that on my own, but it was a fresher it's bottle. But it good, was good, and I could up. eat it without yeah. any problem. It's that you said it wasn't hot that yeah. I was shocked. Again. I got bamboozled. Like Again. I probably would have just made sure I had some water. And the moral of the story is: don't, don't trust, trust Doug. Doug. If I tell you it's not hot, assume it's hot. It's hot. Yeah. Right. If I tell you it's hot, right. Batten down the goddamn hatches yeah. and get ready to yeah. fuck. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> Doug has Doug has spent a majority of his life sanding down his taste buds. That's true. Yep. With um, sandpaper. There you it's go. Pro- protein bars. That's what sandpaper yeah, is. That's right. the sandpaper of food. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, Not so wrong. one of the a little we got a little crossover too. So there's just like the goofing around on the at the back at the after party. Uh, we get a we get a, the second wings cheers crossover oh, with Kirstie Alley. Was it the second or was it the third? Third. 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 Yeah, oh, because Frazier, right, no, third. Uh, well, oh, yeah, yeah. Frazier. The, the first episode was, Norm, was Norman, Norman and Cliff. Cliff. Where they're drinking. Then yeah. we had the Frazier, and now we have this yeah, one. and Rebecca. Very briefly, she gets thrown out uh, for... Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Alley. It's Kirstie Alley, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, famous psychopath Scientologist. A famous psychopath now. Uh, but very popular and funny back in the day. Yeah, she, she had a moment right. and, Breakdown. Yeah, and very pretty woman. Kirstie Alley was a babe. Yeah. She might very well still be. I haven't seen Kirstie Alley in a well, very It's long hard time. to decide whether or not she's a, yeah. a babe through the, uh, you know, yeah. bashing so, people for going to therapy right. and, and not allowing right. people yes. to take drugs True. for their autism so, or uh, other for, medications that they need. For the for the three of us at the table that have seen an episode of Cheers, I'm assuming Brett has never seen an episode I mean, of Cheers. Cheers. Okay. <laughs> uh, preferred. He's, he's 30, not... 14. Okay. <laughs> Preferred uh, female lead of Cheers, Kirstie Alley or Shelley Long? Shelley Long. There's not even a. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm just making no. sure we're all on the same level here, Doug. Diane, all the way. Yeah, it's, true. it's for sure Diane. I'm trying to remember which one Shelley Long was. Diane. Diane. The blonde one. The original. The blonde one. The original. Uh, Ted Danson's original yeah. love interest. Yeah. I haven't watched an episode of Cheers since it went off the air. 30 you disappointed years ago. me, Doug. You know what Shelley Long looks like? Hold on. I had hold to on, Google Kirstie Alley on, to be like, on. what's up? Oh. Diane. Diane. Oh, her. Yeah. yeah, she was cool. I like her. Diane's the right answer. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Christy Alley, star of Veronica's Closet. Also yeah. starring Dan Cortez. There you go. Fuck yeah, yeah Dan Cortez. <laughs> uh, she was also in Look Who's Talking and MTV Look Who's Talking 2 with John Travolta. Never Dan saw those Cortez. two, they not. Why? Oh, okay, this is a complete sidebar. Why did you send me that TikTok the other day of, of Jamie Lee Curtis and John Travolta thrusting at each other? <laughs> it was so I funny. forgot to bring that up. I wanted to make you feel awkward. Oh, okay. That was, uh, Travolta. We're gonna watch it on the screen. Travolta later. is is rock hard in that clip. It's, it's oh, from boy. a movie. I thought you were gonna say it was. I thought it was from like last week. It's the workout scene from that one movie they did. Oh, where he's just thrusting his pelvis in her in her direction. Yeah, the workout She's movie. Basically uh, salivating over remember. it. Uh, it's called Perfect. Perfect. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, so Kirstie Alley gets thrown out, that's why. and then uh, Brian's thrown out a few times, and finally he gets Alex in front of Clint Black, and Clint Black is like, oh, hey, Brian, so good to see you, glad you got the tickets, glad you can make it, whatever, whatever. Uh, she's really impressed that he ended up, in fact, knowing Clint Black, and then it's revealed that Helen set it up to not make him look like a complete and utter idiot. Alex. I'm surprised you, uh, nice you haven't commented on Helen's attire uh, for the concert. Oh, so Helen <laughs> Helen's wearing a, a three-piece suit, four-piece suit maybe? I don't know. Double-breasted, triple-breasted? I don't know. What's the, is, the, is pants one of the pieces? Yeah. <laughs> it's a pants suit. <laughs> yeah. Well, then it was a four-piece suit because um, she also lot, had a vest. Yeah. She had about 19 layers yeah. of suit. It's uh, Helen. She always she, has a vest. She is dressed almost exactly like Kurt Russell when he enters the massage parlor in disguise in Big Trouble in Little China. As oh, when he's dressed as, is he dressed as a nerd? Well, he's yeah. dressed yeah, as... He's got uh, the big glasses. He says, uh, Doug Swanson's my name, yeah. and his excitement is my game. Right. Of course he says She's going to be very big like Paula Poundstone. Oh, Paula Poundstone. Oh, yeah. 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 It wasn't oversized enough, though. Paula Poundstone always wore the bigger jackets. <laughs> yeah, she, she dresses like she's in the talking head. The, suit, the suit coat down to her knees. Yeah, <laughs> she dresses like she's banging on a trash can. And we're drumming on a street light That's as right. well. Um, <laughs> you got to think big. You just think big. <laughs> um... But, uh, yeah, very weird. I would say, though, without the jacket, it's a cute outfit. Like, the vest, like, the very 90s, like, cute outfit. But the jacket's so very weird. The yellow plaid, so like, you tie with the double windsor. Yeah. 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 It, was, for your man over here. it was awful. Uh, yeah, that was, that was just... I don't mind it. I don't know. If I was going to go see a, a pop country star, yeah. I don't think I'd dress like Yeah, that. I wouldn't dress like I was a member of the Cherry Pop and Daddies. <laughs> Easy now. We don't know if she had a wallet chain or not, okay? <laughs> Go, Daddy O. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, that was unexpected, there, sir. That's no, it's too right. Throw it back a bottle of beer. That's, I think that's the squirrel nut zippers. Nope, that's the cherry pop yeah, and daddy's. Pop. Uh, squirrel nut zippers did hell. Listen, Michelle, don't you fucking the question my. You have like cherry pop and daddy's knowledge. Okay. I, I know How I'm, dare you? I know I'm about to upset at least Dave Concannon, but. No, just just no, just what? no to all of it. No what, to all what, of it. What, what, First of all, they're the, the same. I'm not arguing that. Who's the same? I know the song. Cherry Pop and Daddies and Squirrel Nut Zippers. No, where, where do you put the Brian Setzer Orchestra in this? Gudu. I don't. Oh, that's care. a gudu. That's a gudu right there. I co-signed that. So, you know my guy Brian fucking Setzer. I don't care for the Brian Setzer Orchestra, but I love the Stray Cats. Yeah. So don't you bring Brian Setzer. Okay, I, I was all in on the on the swing revival when I was like twelve I or whatever was it was. All in. Nope. I had the Setzer record. I had the Cherry Pop and Daddy's record. 
Enough yeah. squirrel nuts. I dump that along with all the scosities right into the trash. That's how <laughs> oh, I now you're now you're pissing on David Kincannon's shoes. Right. That's a high five for me, and Michelle. <laughs> you're like I, well, well, and my heart. Like I always you're say, my heart. when I met DJ, he was dressed in head true. to toe checkerboard. He was a walking checkerboard. <laughs> he was like just true. checker patterns. <laughs> and you went and for a drink at the checkerboard we, inn. Yeah, was he wearing a pork we pie? Anyway, he was. He was wearing a hat. He had a saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this, this isn't well, fair. Button up shirt, this like, isn't fair. This is not he fair. He put down the saxophone and he played one of these. Trombone. One of these. That's not fair. Because I didn't have the pork pipe hat when we met. I had gotten rid of that a few years before. <laughs> it was not head to toe checkerboard. And I stopped playing the saxophone in the 10th grade. <laughs> yeah, he totally, he had a saxophone. He just did like the whole like solo from the Lost Boys. Like the whole thing. Okay, now do you want to say You just heard the whoa, top whoa, of the show. Yeah, okay, yeah, all right. Whoa. You know what? There's some whoa, things whoa, that we don't whoa. go against here, okay? Right. You just turned the tide against you I don't there. know about you, but I still believe. <laughs> I have a hard Don't time. Don't take your shirt off. Get some oil. So in, <laughs> Let's do this. In my brain, uh-huh. I have a hard time separating. Church the, and state. Is, oh wait, no, that's a, not you. That's the world. Nope, no, that's oh, that's sorry. the government. Yeah, go. Don't, ahead. don't uh, get no. us started. I know. Um, <laughs> I have a hard time separating the saxophone solo in the Lost Boys with Rob Lowe playing the saxophone in St. Elmo's Fire. While Demi Moore almost freezes to well, death. She, yeah, she, and very, the, everybody's very dramatic because, because about the, the fact that she open. opens the window uh-huh. in that movie. Yeah. I'll never understand. They're like, you, she's gonna die in there. The you, window is you open. You don't like that movie. St. Elmo's Fire not stinks. It's very dramatic. Stinks. <laughs> stinks. I, it's it's most different It's, it's one of the lesser of the Brat Pack yeah, movies. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. For sure. How yeah. old are you, Doug? Do you like St. Elmo's Fire? No, eh. really. I don't. I barely remember it, so it didn't make any yeah. impression okay. on me. Well, Rob Lowe plays a saxophone in it for like 45 minutes. He does. The That's same true. way that that guy, what's his name? Tim Capello. Yeah. Plays Not the same way. Not at all the same way. For 45 minutes. Uh, I have a hard time with the don't same way. Not moment. at all the same way. <laughs> Was Rob Lowe wearing purple pants and lots of chains? I doubt it. <laughs> in my brain, what maybe. Did, what did Rob Lowe's upper body look like? Because anything other than absolutely jacked, yeah. it's not the same. Was, did he have on physique enhancer? Mm-hmm. Don't a think so. Of, nope. <laughs> on a side note, Tim Capello performing in Philadelphia next month. That one song for three yeah, hours. I'll go. You're goddamn right. Yeah. I'll go. I'm uh, ready. Yeah. I'm so down. <laughs> All right. So, so what's the what's tied? So that's tied up. Yeah. The, what, Everything's tied what was up. the ending? The ending was real weird. Alex and Brian have a weird. moment, yeah. and uh, she says, "Like, oh, for a minute there, I was really attracted to you, yeah, because uh, yeah, you were you, like I thought you didn't know Clint Black, yeah. and you were like working really hard. But then when I found out you actually knew Clint Black, uh, you know, it passed or whatever. Mm. Like, that's a weird dumb. fucking yeah, that's thing, weird. right? Yeah, like, that's dumb. Uh, this is weird. And then what the B plot ends like Roy says something again about Lucy." Because because Antonio's watching it at the airport, the marathon. Yeah, I don't even remember. Roy, he Roy made makes fun some. Of his yeah, Roy says something in the episode about in America all this long and he didn't lose the accent yeah. or whatever. And Antonio says what accent? Yeah, yeah. right. Which is eh, weird. Never. Whatever. Yeah, uh, weird. I like I love Lucy, but they would just use so it as a framing device to compare Brian. That movie that came out on Amazon was pretty good. Yeah, did you watch it? We didn't yeah, watch it. Yet. You should watch it with that. Nicole Kidman. Yeah, yeah. You should watch it. It's, it's a weird choice. All right. She actually did a very good job. I'm that's it impressed. for th- that's it for this episode. I love oh, Brian. Right. Geez. Anybody have anything else to add? No. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's score the episode. Right, hold on. Uh, <laughs> hold on. There's an ad in my notes app. Hold on. 
Anybody want to get Google? What the fuck notes Anybody want to get Google Chrome? Every, yeah, everybody wants to yeah, Google Chrome. Works. It's the only acceptable browser. Yeah, it's an ad. Well, I don't know why. Is people still use Firefox? I use Firefox. He uses Firefox really? all the time, and I'm always like, what year Chrome. is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah I use Chrome. Yeah, I don't like Chrome. Chrome. And sometimes I uh, nope. said secondary, I'll hey. use Microsoft Edge. Okay. Chrome tries to, uh, tries weird, to, okay. tries to is, change yeah. colors and shit and make everything too customizable. Firefox is just like... Here it is. Just yeah. do it. Doug, I'm impressed that you're not using like Internet Explorer 9, so or, we'll let or, you have or it. Or, or, <laughs> I was going to say Geo Opera. Cities. <laughs> uh, right. Doug uses a floppy disk to get his internet still. <laughs> he loads up the AOL. His, his neighbor's always like, what is that sound coming from? It's always... <laughs> 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 poor, poor Doug. Somehow I get Damn the internet on my typewriter. Yeah. <laughs> you open his closet and just free AOL disks fall out of it. <laughs> Uh, all right. I still want 56k, Doug. <laughs> yeah, we just upgraded from the 28.8. Doug making uh, his his uh, tech joke about his phone was my favorite thing when we were all yes. busting on him for uh-huh. his phone, and we said that it was the uh, the first iPhone, and he was it, it was the Apple One, and he was like, "It's the Apple One S." Right. <laughs> what a great joke. Uh, all right, I love Who Brian. Michelle, rate the episode. I love Brian. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a two because I don't know who Clint Black is, but uh, this was a fun podcast episode. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go two point five. Talked about wings very much. Middle of the road episode. Uh, not offensive, thankfully, but you know, little slapsticky. Lowell's always funny. He finds a retainer in the bleachers and is excited because nobody claims it. Uh, two point five, Doug. I'm gonna go the same thing. Two point five, middle of the road, perfectly acceptable '90s sitcom. Right. Yeah, right. I go two point five as well. Same right. same thing as you guys said. All right, now what do we? What is this? Cherry bomb. Cherry. There we go. I don't know a single karma sauce hot cherry bomb made in small batches, Rochester, New York. Karma. Uh, karma sauce. Gino founder. Uh, I gave up space science to make great sauce. Lucky for me, I found a great crew for the journey. From dirt farming to slicing and dicing, we do it all so that you can create amazing meals. It's very pretentious, but I'll give them credit because <laughs> I've. Of the three yeah. karma sauces I've had so far, I like all three. This is only a habanero sauce. Tart cherries, habanero. Well, there, all right, so there's a lot of, yeah, sour cherries. Right. Tart cider cherries. vinegar. Yeah. But, like, uh, the heat would only come from habanero, and they really mm, accessed that habanero. Ground heat. coffee. Mm, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. All right, I like Cinnamon, that. yeah. All right. Uh, they got che- one hotter than that, too. Cherry bomb. Michelle. I'm going to give it a 3.25. I really liked this. It was hotter than I expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was an acceptable level of hot. I just wasn't prepared for how hot it was. I didn't even have water. Um, I feel like it's all over me. So I thought it, I thought it was very runny at first, but now I think it was very sticky because I'm covered in it. Uh, but it was really good. I liked the cherry flavor. Very strong cherry flavor. Right. Uh, it does have that tart, very strong tart cherry flavor. Uh, fruit hot sauces for wings is always difficult. I think we always have a bit of a hard time with it. Sometimes they clash, sometimes they don't. Remember, like some of those strawberry ones, yeah, we right? Had yeah. real bad. I yeah, like the, the I like the cherry yeah. a lot with this, this. One reminds me a little bit of the Dirty Dicks. A little bit, not as not as not, not as, as like tangy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this is really good. I'm I'm gonna go. Uh, man, uh, I'm gonna go three point five. Uh, almost the three point seven five. Like I dig this. Uh, but again, the fruit stuff on wings is a little weird for me. Uh, but I like the tart cherry. It's way hotter than I thought it'd be. Bonus points for hot. Um, 
No, you know what? Screw that. I'm 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 going I'm going three point seven five because of how hot it was. Ooh. I think that's a bonus. I don't I think the the heat is does not affect the flavor. I don't think it like punches the flavor out of the way or anything. It's very flavorful and it's hot and that's really important. It's not a sauce that they were just like, this is just gonna kill you for heat. The flavor's still there. I'm going three point seven five. Uh sorry, Ken Cannon, if you already typed that. Damn. I dig this. Uh this was good. So three point seven five for me. Doug? Um, this one's an easy 3.75 for me. Um, Karma Sauce has not disappointed me. I really like this stuff. It's also because so far of the three Karma Sauces I've had, all three of them have brought something different to the table. Yeah. The one we did last summer, I think it was called Ghost Island, is a, is a not vanilla curry, uh, a mustard curry. Okay. I love that stuff. I'm on my fourth bottle of it in about a year. Uh, this one I'm on bottle number two, not counting this one. I like it. It's... And like you said, it's got the sweetness, but it doesn't fuck it up. It makes yeah. it work. Um, um, and yeah, Karma Sauce is keep an eye on them. They're they're, yeah. they're coming up. Torchbearer, look out! They're they're nipping at your heels. They're Torchbearer, watch colors. it. Watch it. One of our faves. Yeah. Yeah, we still I love, love Torchbearer. Love Listen, Torchbearer, but uh, Karma's coming up quick right. and hard. Mid threes where this is probably going to land is uh, <laughs> that's a good that's a good spot for us. So. Coming hard, coming fast. Coming All right. Hard. Uh, I was going to take points off because I was mad at Doug for how yeah. this was hotter and he undersold it, you son of a bitch. Don't ever ask my opinion <laughs> on this shit. <laughs> you motherfucker. Anything. Don't trust uh, Doug. But no, this tasted delicious. Again, I was surprised that I liked it as much because it's like a fruity flavor. And, uh... Oh, what do I want to do? I'm between two numbers right now. Go in between them. Oh, no, I don't want to do Is that. Is that too much math? Um, I'll go... Th- Strong performance out of this one, for sure. It brought the punch, but not enough to like completely yeah. debilitate or, or anything like that. If I knew it was as hot, it probably wouldn't have put as much sauce on the wing. Uh, that's just a, my, dozen, uh, a dozen would heat you up. Uh, you'd be fucked. You'd um, die. Yeah. But yeah, this is delicious. So yeah. thank, you, uh, thank you, Doug. Yeah, uh, thank you, Karma it. Sauces. I don't Brother. know. I, if I had the time and energy, I'd go back and look and see what other Karma Sauces we've given ratings to to see where this fit. But, Ghost um, Island we did like last May yeah. or April. But, uh, Ghost Island, I'm on their website. It's the second sauce in the middle of their harder kit. Ooh. Cherry Bomb, Ghost Island, and then they have one called Carnival. So mm. that's supposed to be like kind of the same level. Okay. Well, uh, Michelle, hit the plugs and we can get out of here and be back next week. Check us out at underscore wings on wings on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, email us at wingsonwingspodcast at gmail.com. Check us out at wingsonwings.podbean.com. And we can also be found on the soon-to-be-named network at STBN Network on Twitter, soon-to-be-namednetwork.com, soon-to-be-namednetwork.tumblr.com, where you can find lots of other good podcasts like Hit My Music, Longbox Heroes, Profane Arguments, we need wrestling. We need wrestling. At odds with wrestling. At odds with wrestling. Forge Talk. Final wrestling place. Did I say at odds with heroes? Maybe you did. <laughs> Longbox <laughs> heroes. Longbox heroes after dark. At odds with heroes. Uh, <laughs> that's perfect and wonderful. Uh, hell of a job. Email the show. Reach out. If you have sauce recommendations, hit us up. Uh, we'll see what we can do. Uh, as long as they're not $25 a bottle. Uh, There's some that I've wanted, and I see the price, and I go, no bueno. Uh, but yeah, that's it. We'll be back next week. Doug? Eat a wing, and also enjoy a wing. 
You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Network.